At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You don't have to listen to Sports Grid. You can always go out in the woods, find a rabbit, take his foot, and rub it. Or you can get the winning edge right here. And you won't get any blood on you. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Pro football, full circle. I've learned a lot, and again, I'm not going to rehash the event again. I think um, I feel very good about um, uh, the things I have learned. I also feel really good about what I stand for, as I said yesterday, and uh, I'll be happy to talk about football, but um, I'll just leave it at that. Welcome to Football Full Circle. We are back on Wednesday afternoon here. Hump uh, day for us here. Getting ready for week six, which starts tomorrow. I'm George Kurtz. I'm joined by Kevin Walsh today. Joe Lisi is still on vacation. Joe will be back tomorrow for those of you who enjoy his ramblings. Uh, Joe Lisi and his Jacksonville Jaguars love. Uh, Urban Meyer love. Urban, all he does is win. Oh, not this year he doesn't. Anyway, I uh, just heard the opening there of uh, John Gruden. Uh... Yeah, all he wants to do is talk about football. Yeah, good luck with that, John. Good luck with that. He's no longer coach of the Raiders. We've been hitting that all week. Uh, Rich Versace is the new coach there. Uh, and they'll be searching for a, uh, you know, I don't want to say a full-time head coach, but a long-term head coach during the offseason. Uh, we'll see if the usual names pop up there and who they uh, decide to go with. Mr. Walsh, how are we doing today? Good, George. Excited to be able to jump in here for a little bit. Talk an hour uh, of football on to week six, right? We officially turn that page. Usually, I mean, you could argue when you hit Tuesday, but certainly by Wednesday, following these lines, looking uh, at the way things are starting to move here, shape up, and uh, see what the week will offer. Now, let's get this out of the way quick, folks. All right, uh... How are you Philadelphia Eagles doing there, Kevin? <laughs> uh, I guess it depends who you ask, but you're asking me, and I, I think they're doing all right, George. Obviously a massive game tomorrow against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, it's a game where you're catching seven at home against Tampa Bay. If uh, you, know, you can keep it competitive, I think that'll be a good sign. The problem is the Eagles are right now in a spot where they are under 500. I wouldn't be surprised, George, if we look back in that Week 2 game against the Niners as a real blown opportunity. They outplayed San Fran for the entire first half and didn't really have much to show for it and ultimately lost what was a close football game. But overall, I I find it positive. Also, to be honest with you, it was a pleasant reminder to me that uh, the Eagles not only have the Colts pick, but the Dolphins pick. And, uh, well, both those teams stink, 2-8 and combined. You do realize, listen, I know you realize, but the, the season ended today, and thankfully it doesn't, and I hate saying that term, but the season ended today, well, you know, I would be very un- unhappy now for the next two months, three months. Uh, right. But if you, with all those picks, you would have three top ten picks. Yeah, the it's Eagles a lot would have of three, I mean, and, you know, we're going to talk about this in a second, because you said wiggle room here. Let me ask you this. Kevin Walsh, you're an Eagles fan. Is Jalen Hurts your franchise quarterback? Is he that guy? Or... Oh, you said wiggle room next year. Are you going to have to use those picks? Trade up, trade down, whatever you have to do to move around in the first round to get that quarterback you want. Is hurt your guy. So right now, like, so I won't sit on the fence. I will pick yes, right? I think the answer maybe is somewhere in between. But I like what I'm seeing 
from Jalen Hurts right now. I think he has this locker room, which is a big difference, I think, from where Wentz was at last year with this football team. He brings that dynamic game as an athlete right now. They compete to the last minute. That's not really just hyperbole. They've been actually able to score points in the final four minutes of all five of their games thus far. I think that kind of will uh, to compete until the last is what really pushed them across the line against Carolina. But at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, they have the assets. But I'll be honest with you, George, I don't think the Eagles are a team that'll look to move to the first overall pick because I don't really know who you're picking. Malik Willis had a liberty. Spencer Rattler got benched. Sam Howell and UNC are a disaster. This crop of quarterbacks just seems like a far cry from last year's group that featured five guys within the first 15 picks. However, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you start talking about some bigger name quarterbacks established, George, that won out. Then I don't know if Jalen would be able to hold off those type of quarterbacks. Yeah, you just brought up the uh, the next uh, topic, right? Uh, for the, we're going to continue with the Eagles here. Big game against the uh, Buccaneers tomorrow. Because uh, I agree with Kevin, by the way. I think that San Fran 49ers loss could come back to haunt them uh, at the end of the year. Because, yeah, you look at the NFC, you get your four division winners. Okay, we'll say that Arizona, uh, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Dallas, they live in a division. Their divisions. All right, you got to give a playoff, a wild card berth to the Rams, fine. Who are the other two? Who are the other two teams? You know, the Eagles win that game. The NFC East is soft, right? The Giants are a mess. Mm-hmm. Hey, they can't even field the team right now. Washington is the – talk about a 180. I thought the offense would suffer and the defense would be really good. That's the other way around there. Uh, so the Eagles with a uh, win there could have been uh, much more interesting here. All right, but the other issue is this. You have three number one picks. Yeah. There's going to be this quarterback that's available. He's available now, but no one's touching him. But he'll be available in uh, <laughs> April. That's Deshaun Watson. Eagles are by far the team that's in best shape. If they want to go get him, they can go get him. Now, I know Houston said they want this, that, and the other thing. That's great. Well, you'll negotiate that down. Do you want him? With what's going on, let's just say the Eagles, everything's clear, right? I don't know whether he has to you know, pay that massive fine. He settles, whatever, da, 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 but he doesn't have that hanging over him. Maybe he has a couple of games suspension coming to him. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, if that's the case, let's just say for Giggles once again. Uh, you can get him. Mm-hmm. But it's going to cost you four games next year. Are you paying the price in picks, maybe a player or two, and going to eat the four games? So all, all in all, George, like, I don't think this has to be that difficult. If Watson isn't cleared, then I, not only do I not want him, but the league won't want him. If he is cleared, he's a top-five quarterback in the sport. And all in all, you pay whatever price you have to for a top-five quarterback in the sport. And I think the Eagles would do that. Again, that's if he's cleared, though, George. Yeah, we'll talk more about this. Pro Football for Full Circle, Kevin Walls, George Kurtz. We're back after this. Dispensing little pearls of sports strategy wisdom like gumballs from the machine where your dad used to take you for a haircut when you were a kid. (laughs) This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever panicked at realizing you've lost your lucky troll doll, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. All right, we're back. Pro Football Full Circle. I'm George Kurtz. 
I'm joined by Kevin Walsh, who's nice enough to join us today. Kevin Walsh, a little, little guest appearance by Kevin Walsh. Cameo, shall we say. Uh, Kevin's the Eagles fan here. I'm the Cowboy fan. That's why I was feeling him about the Eagles. Uh, this has been going back years. And for the most part, let's face it, Eagles won a Super Bowl. He wins that battle. But this year, maybe I'll get my revenge, although I don't think the Cowboys are quite that kind of team. But I'll take it. As a Cowboy fan, I'll take it. I'll take anything I can get right now from Jerry Jones and the squad there. So uh, that is what it is. So we both believe that Deshaun Watson, good chance he might end up uh, in Philadelphia. Let's talk about another young quarterback. Kevin and I were talking about the Miami Dolphins uh, during the break here. Disappointing team. Uh, defense hasn't been there. Really, offense hasn't been there. Right? Uh, neither side's played all that well here. Miami, uh, Kevin, first let's ask uh, a basic question here. How do you feel about not only the games being at 938, but the games in England <laughs> as a whole? I'm all right with it. I, you know, for the early risers, I guess they get something to sink their teeth into. You're, they're always looking to expand the game. And I think what they did this year is how it should be done. Put bad games over there. You don't need to go out there and put, you know, Rams-Cardinals, right, uh, in London. The Jaguars are basically London's kind of home team. So I have no issue with it. You need to try and spice some things up. Like, I, I wish we never got rid of the Monday doubleheader uh, week one. Oh, yeah. Although the new Monday football edition, I hate, I despise. I think it's a horrible, horrible idea. I don't know if we'll get to that. But overall, I'm okay with the London game. I, I don't want it to be a weekly thing, but, you know, every so often I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I don't mind the the nine thirty a.m. I'm glad I live on the East Coast, not the West. I don't know if I'm getting up. I don't know if I'm getting up at six thirty or six to watch Miami Jacksonville if I lived on the West Coast. I gotta tell you, I love football. That's a hard sell for me. All right, the uh, Jets Falcons would have been a hard sell. Hard sell to get up at uh, six a.m. on the West Coast. I don't know if I could do that, but Miami Jacksonville. That's my only thing. Now you say that, yeah, throw some bad teams out there. Well, if you want to grow the game, you know what? You're giving them bad football. Right, you're just giving them bad football. All right, you want to you want the, you want to give them a Chargers Browns game, you know, forty seven forty two, which is completely wild here. I mean, come on, they still cheer for the extra points, and you don't hear much noise during the game itself, right? They, they're still cheering for the kicking there. So, uh, I, I said I don't mind it as well. I don't mind getting the day started early. I just would like to see better games. Uh, Miami Jacksonville. And listen, you open the door, uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about it. ESPN, uh, for those who don't know, for the next five seasons, including this one will have a wild card game on Monday nights, uh, which I think is incredibly unfair. Uh, incredible, not to ESPN. I, I like the idea of football on an extra night. Love it in January. Give me another football game. Sure. What else is going on on a Monday night? Uh, even the, uh, the NHL doesn't have many games on a Monday night, so fine. But how is this not fair to those two teams who now have to play at least on one day short rest, possibly two if the NFL is not going to make them play on Saturday the next week. And you could say, oh, the NFL won't make them do that. BS. If one of those networks, Fox, uh, CBS, they want one of those two teams, maybe it's the Cowboys, you know, they want the Steelers, the Patriots, whoever, if they want that team on that night game on Saturday, they're getting that team. So I do wonder if the NFL made that deal uh, with, their, uh, with their owners, but I doubt it because all they care about is money. How do you feel? Ever so often, George... There is a reminder that this is a product before anything else, and it always upsets me. And I understand that that is the case, but I absolutely despise this. After Wild Card Weekend, we log in, we do our shows, and we break down what happened and what is on deck. I do not need to break down another game because, as you mentioned, it is ridiculously unfair to whoever comes out of that game victorious. Short rest is short rest, whether it is one day or two days or playing Thursday night games. It is a disadvantage. And how you could possibly be okay with that. See, I get bothered, George, that they allow this to happen with the Saturday to Sunday nonsense, right? Like, they should always have it lined up, and they don't. It's just laziness. It's bad. It shouldn't be a thing. But it, again, it is a thing. I mean, we might have a team coming off of a Monday game play a team that's off of a bye. Would that surprise you in the slightest? It certainly wouldn't surprise me. Maybe that's when it would be at its fairest, because at least that team would already have such a massive advantage rest-wise here. But, again, also just from the overall viewpoint, right? A three-pack Saturday and a three-pack Sunday of NFL action. Now, that was good for me, George, top-to-bottom action. I, I, You know, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I, I don't need the Monday game. I don't. There's a reason, George, we don't play Monday Night Football Week 17, okay? The NFL is aware of that, and they're aware of this now. But again, 
Product, money over everything else. I get it's a business. I just, I don't have to be happy about it. Well, you, you, you just spike the ball. You, you said the, the winning argument there. They don't play Monday Night Football Week 17 because they know it's unfair. Yet you're doing this. And as you said, I didn't even think about that, by the way. You could end up playing a team on a bye. I mean, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really nuts here. And uh, Now, I, I guess the bye thing, I, I was, first off, I'm not thinking of going through it in my head. Oh, it's probably not going to happen. But you know what? ESPN generally, you look at their schedule during the regular season, gets the, you know, doesn't, doesn't get the marquee games. They get what's left. Right? They get what's left over. So... Does that mean they're gonna get if they get the what's left over of Wild Card Weekend? Which they'll they'll be playing or they'll be covering the team that might be the seventh rank, which means they could play the bye team if that number seven team wins, right? That that's uh, seventh rank team in that conference wins, they play the number one team. And, you know, yeah, when you get you know the other team gets fourteen days rest, you get four. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. It's just uh, and, as you said it, though, it's all about money. They don't and, care about it. They can say all they want, all they care right. about is money. And, and just to add quickly, they're not going to be able to say, okay, listen, don't worry, we'll be able to minimize the rest. They have to set the schedule for the next week, and they will. Those teams have to start selling tickets. They can't tell the Baltimore Ravens, hey, give us a minute here. we got to figure out whether you're playing Saturday or Sunday, depending on how this game goes. And same thing for you, Buffalo. No! I want to move my tickets. What are we talking about here? I need to know my schedule. So they team on Monday, and, and again, like it won't even be... Uh, at least it's from each conference, whatever it might be. Like, it's it's going to be singled out. And as you said, how do we know who it ends up being, right? It's just going to be what? What the TV people agree on? Is it going to be the worst game that the Wild Card Weekend looks like it'll be offering there? It's just, ah, man. Again, don't like it. I get it. Don't like it. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, I'm completely with you. I agree with everything you just said there. Is what it is. We'll deal with it. It's not the idea of the Monday night game that I dislike. I love the idea of a Monday night football game, but I just think it's unfair to the teams uh, over team, and it could be extremely unfair. as the situation you brought up. If that team now has to play the, the team already coming off a, a bye, and remember, there's only one team in each conference now that gets that bye, because we have seven teams in each conference. Uh, it'll be two versus seven, three, six, four, five, and hey. Number one team just going to wait there for an extra week. Uh, I don't like that either, by the way. I think that's an incredible advantage for that team to be the only squad coming up with a boy. So we'll see how that plays out as well. Anyway, back to week six action. All right, so we're not the, you know, Miami Jacksonville, like I said, Dolphins could get Tua back this week. They're not saying definitely it could get Tua back. I don't know about Devontae Parker. If he's going to play, he's still questionable at best. That might be being nice. Is this the week where Urban... You know, Joe Lisi's best friend forever. Ever listen to the show? Joe Lisi <laughs> loves Urban Meyer. Loves him. Uh, it was great being able to needle him when Urban got in trouble there. Uh, so I guess I have a couple of questions for you. One, is this the week where Urban and Jacksonville get their first win? That's one. Two, if Ur- they lose, is Urban getting kicked off the plane on the way over the pond? <laughs> I guess it, 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 if it's going to happen, it'd be this week because they're going to have the bye. But I don't think so. 0-6 obviously is difficult. The one thing is, George, they've been oddly competitive in some spots. Like Detroit Lions are, are the other 0-5 team, and the Lions have had a bunch of praise heaped on them for their competitiveness. Now, they've been more competitive than Jacksonville. Should have beat the Ravens, you could easily say. Should have beat Minnesota. For both of those to be losses at the exact score of 19-17, that is absolutely brutal. But Jacksonville's monster halftime lead against the Bengals. They had a legitimate lead over the Arizona Cardinals as well. They've had a couple of spots where, again, maybe they could have pulled out a better result here. So I think they can be building something, George. But as you said, the problem is right now just the, the state of Urban's tenure is one with such negativity where in Detroit... It seems like those guys really like Dan Campbell. It's a little more positive feelings right now in the Lions locker room. There's no crying in football. There's no crying in football. Pro football full circle. He's Kevin. I'm George. We'll be back after this. a lot going on. Work, family, kids. So we made it simple to get the winning edge. We give you gaming, odds, and more. You know, the important stuff. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever looked through a bag of grass clippings looking for a four-leaf clover, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Right. Uh, I am George Kurtz. I'm here. Uh, Joe Lisi will be back tomorrow. Joe's on vacation. Uh, at least we think Joe will be back tomorrow. Joe is a Miami Dolphins fan, Kevin. So he is a Miami. Mm. He's going to be torn Sunday morning. Right? He's going to be torn Sunday morning. Does he give up his love for Urban Meyer? Uh, for, mm. You know, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I know he's upset about the Miami Dolphins. Although I'll give it. A, I'll give Joe uh, his props, though. He's bet against Miami a couple of times this year where he's sworn up and down. Oh, they're going to get destroyed this week. They're going to get wrecked this week. And he's been right. So he knows his Dolphins. Uh, no doubt he knows his Dolphins. Uh, so anyway, uh, we were talking about Jacksonville. We both think they have a shot, you know, maybe to get that W. Are you taking the plus three in Jacksonville Sunday morning? Uh, I, I could see it, George. You know, the, the Giants are a team feels like you're much better off if you want to back them. You back them early than late. They got to probably be covering, maybe even winning outright at the half if they're actually going to go out there and get the job done. What's so fascinating to me, though, about this game really is their opponent and the impending return of Tua Tungavailoa because, George, this was three and a half. And as we get closer and closer, it's, well, it's now three. Tua Tungavailoa is booked as the same quarterback, if not worse, than Jacoby Brissett. Like, you asked me off the top about Jalen Hurts being the franchise quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's something that the Eagles will have to find out. But for the Eagles, it's a little bit lower stakes, right, George? They don't have to worry as much. They have 10,000 picks at the end of the day. Hurts at least was a second rounder. The Miami Dolphins took this kid fifth in front of Herbert. Whether they like it or not, those are the reality of the situation, and they're going to have to live with that. Oh, and by the way, they don't have their first round pick this year. So... The Dolphins are in a tough spot, I feel like, George, where Tua, I mean, and I've tried to be high on Tua. Again, maybe there's time left, but not a lot of health, not a lot of reps, and certainly booked like not a franchise quarterback. I mean, I want to, when it comes to Tua, I, I, th- I think it's been tough on him because, you know, he came out last year, all right, no mini camps, right? COVID wiped those out. Even training camp was abbreviated. He was banged up going into it anyway, had the injury, right? So uh, tough to come into it last year. They had a lot of weapons last year, right? Also, the run game, they've ignored the run game. Now, they keep going to Miles Gaskett. Nice player, but he's not that guy that defense are truly worried about. You know, although maybe last week they should have been because I think he's still catching passes out of the backfield uh, in that contest. So I don't think they've given him what they want. Will they get him Will Fuller? Yeah, he's been banged up all season. Now he's on IR. And now he's on IR. Everyone's hurt there. So I don't think it's been fair to judge him yet, but... If you're asking me, where I think you're right about Philadelphia, I think Hurts is the guy. You know, I think he is the guy. He may not be, you know, the next second coming of uh, Aaron Rodgers or anything like that, but I think he's the guy there. I do. uh, So I don't think they're totally worried about going for a quarterback next year. I think Miami has to be worried about it. And you mentioned, "Eh, you ain't got your that pick. You traded it to the Eagles. How are you going to get Watson if you want to go get him? You know, how are you going to get a quarterback in the draft they want to go get him? Although if you keep playing like this, maybe you'll uh, be a top five pick. Uh, So I I think it's been – Rough on two. I don't want to give up on him is what I'm trying to say here. But, you know, in the NFL, what's the old joke? It's not for long. That's what it stands for. And if he can't get it done, you know, last two-thirds of the season, they're probably going to have to bring somebody else in. You know, I don't think they'll have a choice. You can't keep hoping that he's the guy. You know, uh, you know maybe passing up on Herbert in that draft is going to really come back to haunt this team. Probably. I mean, it already is in a way, right? 
Like, even if you're high on Tua, hard to argue that he is going to be better than than Herbert, right? I mean, Herbert right now... See, like, this is the funny thing, the way this stuff works, is the Bengals also made a mistake, right, George? Is what it looks like, at least, in taking Burrow instead of Herbert. But at least Burrow looks good. See, like, you can get away with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's no problem on that end. As long as your guy looks good, it's almost no harm, no foul. You, yeah, you wish you got it 100% bang right. But the sins can be forgiven. And Cincinnati would say a Joe Burrow here. Like, Justin Herbert's top five MVP. Justin Herbert is a top 10 quarterback comfortably in this league right now. So that's the real difficult thing for Miami is... Tua's not being measured against former Dolphins quarterbacks or, you know, Fitzpatrick of last year, which, by the way, I don't even know if he's admirably living up to those marks. He's being measured against a guy right now, George, that we don't have to ask whether or not the Chargers have a franchise quarterback. It seems like we know the answer. Oh, God, yeah. God, yes, right. Herbert looks great. And you're right. You, uh, I would have thought about that. But, yeah, technically the Bengals did make a mistake. I think Herbert's obviously the better quarterback than Burrow. But Burrow's a quarterback. Now, you still got a quarterback there. I might uh, argue the Bengals should have taken the offensive lineman this year to protect Burrow, but uh, I don't know if you can complain much about what's going on there with Chase. It looks yeah. fantastic. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Uh, I guess you're worried about the. Uh, you're going to get that kind of connection. These two did have the connection uh, from college. I think you can live with that. You uh, find the offensive lineman later. Uh, that's a fun. I mean, for the first time, really. Says what? We're going back to Boomer Sierson? Uh, you know, Eddie Brown? What's going on here? They're a fun team to watch. They're I lost that battle, George. I argued up and down that that should have been Penny Sewell. It doesn't matter what Penny Sewell does. It doesn't matter. I was wrong. Clearly, it should have been Jamar Chase. Give Burrow credit. He knew, he knew that was his guy. He walked into a wide receiver room with Tyler Boyd, who's been established in this league for a while now, and T. Higgins, who was tremendous in his rookie season. And Jamar Chase is like, comfortably the best wide receiver on that football team. They look like they're going to be a great one-two punch, Burrow and uh, Chase, for years to come. So credit to them. They made the right call no matter what happens with Penny Sewell. Remember during the offseason or training camp where we were making fun of him because he couldn't see the ball, didn't have the half-right stripe? Boy, he got over that real quick. Sure did. And, you know, it's funny, but Burrow was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I knew once Sunday's turned around, he'd be fine. Like, and, and... that's the kind of stuff, George, that we don't know, right? I, I, You know, Joe Burrow's been around Jamar Chase, so I guess he knows whether he was locked in or not once the bright lights turned on at LSU. He was going to throw him 20 touchdowns, and he did. Couldn't it? I tell you, Joe, we're going to look back on that LSU team. Pfft, no wonder they scored 60 a game. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin yep. Jefferson, Clyde Edwards. I mean, what in the world, man? That That's some talent there. That's some talent there. All right, does this, does this line smell to you a little bit? I mean, we both kind of like the Bengals. Only three and a half favorites. I know it's on the road, you know, against, the, against Detroit. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of liking the Bengals big time here. Minus 188, that's a little rough for me. I might have to parlay that uh, to get it down a little bit. Probably be a part of a teaser as well there. But uh, we go with Bengals minus 3.5 here or the ankle biters. You know, going <laughs> at the kneecaps, crying. This, is this so- the Lions week? I, I preferred this when it was a flat three on the Cincinnati Bengals, but I still lean towards the Bengals in this game. Again, the Lions, constantly competitive. Nobody has ever been 0-5 and had more people willing to bet on them, I think, than the Detroit Lions. Constantly in football games, feeling like they can be competitive against the number. With that being said, I do have to think the Vikings' loss is a little bit demoralizing. I think it could be tough to come off uh, of that spot there. And I also think Cincinnati showed me something in that Packers game. I thought it was a legitimate prove-it spot for them. Now, they didn't get the result that they were after, but they clearly competed with that team up and down from quarter number one to the final overtime kick by Mason Crosby that miraculously actually went in. And I think this is a good Cincinnati team. I, I Again, I'm not over the moon about laying three and a half as opposed to the three that was available a little bit earlier in the week there. But again, I, I wouldn't be surprised, George, if a lot of people are looking to back Detroit this week to get off of the mat and finally win a football game here. And I'm not sure this is the week. I still think this is a good Cincinnati team. But maybe they only win it by a field goal, and you can cover this one by the hook. I don't know. Uh, I think my head's telling me that something smells here. Because I think the Bengals are much not a great team. They're a better team than Detroit. and They should take care of business. They should score points almost at will in this game. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think something stinks here that uh, it's only three and a half. 
And by the way, uh, did you hear the excuse that the Bengals kicker gave on? Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, he he made a kick and he thought it was going. It was good. I guess once he kicked it, he hit, hit it solid. He goes, "Oh, it's going in." And he didn't look. He thought it was. He thought it was good. He's celebrating. He was actually celebrating. Mm. You know, uh, it's Evan McPherson, by the way. Uh, that it, you know the game was over. And it's like, uh, buddy, it didn't go in. Then he said it at the game in an interview. I thought the uh, the officials were just kidding. Yeah, because that happens all the time in the NFL. <laughs> that happens all the time, Kevin. You know, they, oh, no, it's no good. No good. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. It's good. Yeah. That's right, because the, the fans wouldn't want to lynch these. They want to lynch these guys anyway. Uh, so I found that hilarious. He thought the officials were kidding. I've never heard that one before. I've never. I like the idea that McPherson thinks that in the most important moment of a football game, the refs would have a sense of humor to pretend <laughs> it wasn't good. As if, imagine they did that though, and the Green Bay Packers are celebrating, and all of a sudden they turn around to find out that they're holding their hands up, laughing and high five. And I mean, that's tremendous from McPherson. I think I might love this kid now. I hope he stays around for a decade plus. Uh, you're right. Uh, there'd be a murder. The Packers would go up there and kill him, right? What do you mean? It's, it's, oh, God. I, I just, like, buddy, just watch the kick. And that's another little pet peeve of mine, by the way. I know we're in this kind of society now where, you know, everything's good, blah, blah, blah. Why is every time a kicker misses an extra point or a field goal, which happened a lot on Sunday, by the way, with the 20-plus kicks that were missed, you know, they're still getting handshakes and, you know, you know slaps on the back, slaps on the butt. It's like, buddy, you missed. You suck. All right, just walk back to the sideline and leave me alone. So I, that, it just annoys me. You know, that uh, every time they're being, yeah, George, yeah, yeah, good, good job. So, so George, when, when, when people mess up, like, shove them to the ground, like, you stink, like your own teammates. I mean, they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to pick them back up. I'll say this. I've made this point countless times. Put the extra point back. Put the extra point back. Put it back. If you are out there, by chance, you're listening, and you were a fan of them moving the extra point back because you thought the extra point was too easy, I am angry at you. You should be angry at yourself. But just admit you were wrong, and let's move on here, and let's go back. College kickers make extra points at a higher rate than the NFL. Do you know why? Because that's how it's supposed to be. When we bet and we lay seven, yeah, we lay a touchdown. But I'm laying a touchdown and an extra point. Put it back immediately. Fix this, NFL. I'm begging you. Tristan Vicaziano costing me money left and right. I shouldn't have known Chargers kicker name. Uh, pro football full story, but I think Kevin's lost a point or two or a dot two. We'll be back, Kevin and George, right after this. At Sports Grid, we don't have business hours. We give you sports gaming strategies and information 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever taken a hoof to the head prying a shoe off a horse, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. We're back, Pro Football Full Circle. After us, of course, is college football full circle, as we do have, I guess, football circle. 
incorporated <laughs> everything uh, about that. Uh, so that's right on right at the road. So I believe it's with Carver and Rich today, but I'm not 100% sure. Our man behind the uh, the glass there, Andrew, he'll let us know uh, by next break about who is uh, hosting that show for you next. Uh, I'm not a college guy, for those who don't know. Uh, just came down to this for me. Uh, if I want to be married, I can't tell my wife, hey, uh, Saturday and Sunday's out. Right? Not happening. I'm going to watch college on Saturday and pro on Sunday. Uh, no, wife's not going to have that. Uh, go, although, ironically, I work behind the scenes all day for us uh, for Sports Good on Saturday anyway, so either way, I'm still uh, watching the games. All right, Kev. So, uh, week six, really, almost a third of the season is over already. It's, football always goes by so quick. But uh, at some point on Sunday, a third of the season will be over. With 17 weeks, obviously, there's no exact week where a third of the season is uh, played. But it'll be at some point during the 1 o'clock games on Sunday where a third of the season is toast. So uh, we were talking. Uh, we had a little fun little step there. You realize the Jaguars, I know Kevin realizes it, but the Jaguars do not have any field goals this season. They've not mm. kicked a field goal. That's why It's five games. How have you not kicked a field goal? I don't know. I mean, have they not been in fuel rent? Like, I don't understand. Is Urban just the most aggressive coach in the history of football? Are they always in field goal range when they're down? Are they tremendous at turning it into touchdowns when they are down there? That is, that doesn't make sense. Well, they, I mean, they've tried a couple, right? But they're like 0 for 5. I mean, big yikes. Big, big yikes there for the Jags. Not a good stat. It's, it's a wild one. Maybe he lost track of the field goal kicker. Uh, whatever. All right, uh, next game on the duck out here. Uh, one of the, I guess, bigger rivalries in the NFL. Uh, certainly the longest rivalry in the NFL. Green Bay-Chicago. Uh, Chicago finally went to fields last week. All right. Uh, I know he didn't have the greatest game. I was shocked. He had, what, single-digit rushing yards. I think that's one of my biggest shocks of the stats of last week. Couldn't believe it. I looked that up. What, he had four yards? Did not see that coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Still win the game. Uh, Green Bay, minus 4.5, minus 210 on the line here in 45, you're over-under. How are we feeling about this game? So my week five overreaction, George, is that the Bears aren't that bad, which maybe doesn't sound like an overreaction, but all of their prices in the market suggest they are still a miserable team. Like, I don't know. If I up the ante, George, if I told you the Bears are better than the Minnesota Vikings, is that outrageous? Is that outlandish to you? I mean, they are three and two. The defense seems to be for real. The offense is obviously nightmarish, but they're doing enough. I guess just, I, and I know we're talking, you know, in the context of Packers Bears here, but he, like when you're trying to, you know, because I heard you mention this before, George, like you're trying to round out the NFC. It feels like we've got five teams already in, right? Including this Packers team here alongside your Cowboys. The Bucks and then the Rams and the Cardinals will figure out who wins that division. One, the other will be in the postseason. And I don't know who's going to fill in the final two spots. Now, I'm not running to the window to bet the Chicago Bears to make the playoffs, but they're plus 280 to do so with their 3-2 and two record. I just I compare that to a Vikings team that's plus 225 who's 2-3 and three and didn't look as good as the Bears did against... Detroit, Detroit. I don't know. Is that crazy, George? That the Bears are better than Minnesota to say? Minnesota's been that team this year that seems to be finding ways to lose. Mm. You know what I mean? They're, they're probably better than their record actually indicates. By the way, you just picked out another Joe DC favorite. Loves the uh, Vikings uh, this season. Ugh. They've gotten. Yikes. I want to say they've gotten unlucky because I think they've. It's been their own fault. Right? You've lost. Your game. What are you doing here? It's not like the refs have cost you games here. You're, you're finding ways to lose here. So you mentioned we we both have five teams already in the four division leaders right now and the Rams. If you someone said, "Hey, you know, uh, give me the other two teams. Who are your other two teams that are going to make it in the NFC?" If you were to pick right now, those five plus two is Chicago one of the two. So I so here's the the cop out answer. I believe that the state of the teams not inside that top five are all so close that you're going to need to comb through every single schedule, George, to feel super super confident. Like, I think the Saints would be inside my top seven, right? But the Saints' schedule's pretty difficult. Like, if you just said, give me your seven best teams on paper, right? I'd give you the Saints. The Niners are interesting. They were supposed to win the NFC West, right, George? And now, well, not so much. The Trey Lance thing didn't look right against Arizona. They were competitive in the football game. I guess now are we more excited to back this team with Jimmy G? 
than without Jimmy G? Like, that's why at the top, and you said it, not me, but maybe the Eagles could compete for a wild card spot. I don't buy Carolina at all. Sam Darnold is still Sam Darnold. We've seen it now over the last two weeks. As soon as he starts playing from behind, five picks in two games, that's the Sam Darnold that we've come to to know and love. So, you know, I, I don't mean to, to give it a cop-out, George, but I think part of the reason we feel so secure in those first five teams is there is just such a gigantic drop-off after them from whomever you think is 6-7, and seven, and 6-7 and is really going to probably just be determined by strength of schedule, it feels. I don't think it's cut at all, but I feel the same way. Uh, you know, I can give you an answer today, and tomorrow I might have two different teams for you. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's easy at all. I think you make an argument for Philadelphia, Minnesota, Chicago, New Orleans, Carolina. Uh, you know, okay, one team we haven't talked about here. It just went through my head here. Let's talk about the two NFC West teams, all right? Because you did bring up Garoppolo. Uh, Trey Lance has the knee injury. I yeah. uh, could be out this week. They really, I don't think they've said yet. Uh, maybe they won't. Once again, keep everybody guessing here. Uh, what do you think? Hey, let me ask you this question. Assuming both are healthy, which I guess next week they would be, who do you think they should go with? I, I don't think there's any doubt that Jimmy G probably does give you a better chance to win now. Yeah. But, you know, it's not a greater win chance here. Lance does need to uh, – if you want to have – if you're going to go with him uh, – if you're planning on going with him by the end of the season anyway, then you probably should play him now. Right? Get it all out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you do? Do you think Jimmy G should be the guy there because you want to win now? You want to take a shot at another uh, Super Bowl here? Do you think they could possibly win it anyway? Are they that good a team? Uh, so what would you do? Jimmy G, Trey Lance, you're the coach. What's Kevin Walsh doing? So I think you make a great point. If in the room they're like, hey, weeks you know, 14 on is Trey Lance time, eh, then we don't really need to waste time. Then now is Trey Lance time. Next year is obviously this will be Trey Lance's team, but you know, it's so funny. We enter the offseason and all the smartest people in the room, start Justin Fields. How could you ever not start Justin Fields? Start Trey Lance. You kidding me? Don't you want to win? Those two guys got their starting jobs and proceeded to watch their Offensive Rookie of the Year awards get longer, not shorter, because of how awful they both looked playing the position in their starting game. So if the Niners' job is to win games, which it is, I think I'm starting Garoppolo. He's not been horrible. I'm keeping Trey Lance in for packages, which sounds odd, right? Like, I remember when they were like, oh, they'll use Hurts for packages. I'm like, ah, Wentz is a good enough athlete. Trey Lance is just way better of an athlete than you could possibly imagine Jimmy Garoppolo being. So I'm more than fine with Trey Lance being used for some fourth and two packages. Cam Newton-esque on Trey Lance. But I'll tell you this way. If you say, who do I think? I want a quarterback if I'm betting a Niners win total over. My answer is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think, listen, I think that's the uh, sort of what the Broncos did, right? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater gave you a better chance to win now. Garoppolo, same thing, gives you a better chance to win now. Uh, me, I'm of the belief of this. I think the uh, when you got the, the rookie quarterbacks, the first-round picks, you know, the, the Lance, Wilson, Lawrence, Fields, Mac Jones, I think those kind of guys, they play as soon as they're ready to play. If it's week one, it's week one. If it's week five, it's week five, week eight, week 14, whatever it might be, that's when they play because you got to turn the keys over to them. My only thing is this. I want all of those guys to probably play at least six to eight games year one. Why? Because I want the rookie mistakes, for the most part, gone as much as possible. I'll eat year one. I don't want to have to eat year two as well. That's just how I'm thinking if I'm the head coach, especially if I'm a head coach who's not – Necessarily, somebody who's got, you know, I'm going to be the head coach for the next five to eight years. You don't know that. If I don't know that, then I need that rookie to get in there and play and play well. That's why they draft him. I need to see that. I can't wait. So that's my only thing there. And I think with Jimmy G, uh, you know, listen, I know uh, Chris Venture loves Jimmy G. Gucci, right? Uh, yeah. But Jimmy G is what he is. All right. And he has, there's one ability he doesn't have, and that's availability. He's proven that over and over again. He gets hurt. You know what's mm-hmm. coming. It's came with the KF already this year. So I had no problem starting Jimmy G. I didn't. I figured the injury would happen eventually. It did. Unfortunately, Trey Lance got hurt uh, as well. So now we don't get to see him. I think Jimmy G will start this week. Uh, well, no, they're on a bye week. So I think uh, he still might start the week after. He'll be completely healthy. I think they're going to use this as an excuse once again to sit Lance for a couple of weeks. Let him watch again, that sort of thing. Uh, maybe they'll have packages for him. If he if he is indeed healthy here, we don't know that yet. Uh, so let's go to the other team in the NFC West. Seattle. <laughs> Two questions here. One, can they hold on without Russell Wilson? Actually, it's more than two questions. Can they hold on without Russell Wilson? When do you think he's coming back? And how will Geno Smith do? Their next three games, 
Not that hard. And they have a bye week. If Russell Wilson can come back at the four weeks, they get what? Pittsburgh, New Orleans, and Jacksonville. Seattle. Are they going to be in this conversation for one of these last two playoff spots? I don't think so. I don't. I, I think Russ is done in Seattle. Now, I'm not saying that's why he's out, but I don't know if it helps, right? Maybe take a little bit more time than, than necessary, right? Safer side if you're Russ. I think we all have been watching Rodgers, but I think Russ is in the same boat. And I look at this team without Russell Wilson. I mean, they're 2-3 and three with Russell Wilson. And you could say that he would have won the game against the Rams, but I don't know if that's true, right? I think the Rams are the better team. I think the Rams are going to win that game. Um, the tough thing is, Geno Smith is not good. Like, Geno Smith came in, right? George had two, two scoring drives. I was like, oh, my goodness. And then immediately just threw one of the worst interceptions of the season, right? Remember the Nick Mullins interception against the uh, the Eagles last year? Oh, yeah. He just yeah. threw it straight to a linebacker. Like, that's what Geno basically did to the, uh, against the Rams there. But here's the overall horrifying thing, George. Like, if I told you the Chiefs are the worst defense in the NFL, you'd be okay with that, right? You'd be fine with that. But it's the Chiefs' worst defense <laughs> in the league. They give up 437 yards per game. Seattle gives up 450 yards a game, worse in the league. What in the world is that? 450 a game? Are you kidding me? This team's terrible. And now both sides of the ball since Russ is gone. Chris Carson is out too. My goodness, I'm not backing this team here without Russell Wilson. No way, no how. Uh, I agree with you, by the way. I, I, I agree with you for the reason you said, by the way. We're all talking, Russell. Everyone's uh, sort of ignoring the elephant that the demons is. It's Dallas Cowboy 2020, uh, 20-like, right? It's that bad. Yeah, so I'm, I'm completely with you here that they have all sorts of issues. Uh, so I'll just have a little fun, just as you're the Eagles fan. Mm. All right, you need, uh, let's just say they don't believe. They don't believe that Hurts is the guy next year. Uh, you mentioned Rodgers and Wilson. Green Bay is going to charge you a one and a three. Seattle's going to charge you two ones and something else. Would you do that right now? You, get, you still get to keep Hurts. He'll still be on the, or maybe you'll end up trading him, but he doesn't, he doesn't go in either one of these deals. One and a three for Rodgers. He's older. That's why I'll give him mm-hmm. one and a three. And Eagles two. Uh, uh, Seattle wants two ones for Wilson. Are you making either one of those deals? I'd make them both. I'd be like, hey, do you want a little bit more? So no break. <laughs> and I like Jalen Hurts, George. You're talking about top five guys at the position. They don't grow on trees, right? I mean, George, a lot of people love Tony Romo, especially once he retired. People, you know, Tony Romo was great. Tony Romo was great, right? How good is Dak Prescott, man? How good is... And I, listen, I, you know, as an Eagles fan, my job was to tear down Dak as much as I could. And I will when the opportunity comes around. But you guys got yourself a good one. Birds want to be competitive. They need a guy that compete with that. Absolutely. Dallas got lucky there. Pro football full circle. Kevin Walsh, George Kurtz. We'll finish up right after this. The winning edge. One. An advantage to a successful outcome. Two. A record of higher than average favorable results. Three. What you get listening to us. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
you may or may not be a good sports grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever gotten rabies from trying to get a fresh rabbit's foot, you may not be a good sports grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. We're back. I'm George Kurtz. He's not Joe Lisi. That's Kevin Walsh. And we want to thank Kevin for joining us today. Kevin, uh, Kevin, where, where can we find you, Kevin? Mm, check me out uh, on Twitter at the Kevin Walsh. But more importantly, on SportsGrid in the morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, the early line, and then on radio, SportsGrid Radio Sirius XM, channel 204. Myself and Donnie Wrightside, he's alongside with me as well on the early line. We do in-play sports tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern, following all the live action. Tonight will be hockey night for us, George. They're obviously really the only game in town so excited for that to spin it around the hockey board prime time the hockey now on big networks now kevin i've been working together for a long time and kevin's one of my favorite personalities here i love working with kevin but i love it when kevin just even though i'm listening to him <laughs> just when he gets angry that's my favorite kevin by the way by, by far it makes me laugh i, I know I probably should because things aren't going well for him i shouldn't be laughing uh, at that but come on we all like that when, when gabe gets upset we like that yeah, when cam's absolutely. going bananas we like that it's fun so it's always my favorite kevin so before you get out of here all right we'll go is this gonna be a full circle we're going back to the eagles going back to the mm. eagles tomorrow night i'm probably not gonna get a chance to talk to you so mm. what's gonna happen tomorrow night are, are you betting are you betting eagles tomorrow night what are you doing so my my plan is to find some props to make my life a little bit easier, have a little bit of fun. I'll give you a stat though on the way out of here. Tom Brady since joining the Bucks, always a six and Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night football. Why? I don't know. Don't ask why. But I'm hoping that moves to zero and seven here. Maybe they lose outright. That would be very nice to see. But Tampa with uh, Brady in Philly really has not worked out. But I mentioned to you, George, those match specials uh, that they have. I know I mentioned to you during the break. Hurts and Brady, each to throw for 300 passing yards, pays out at plus 320. It's a nice payday for a couple of quarterbacks that are going to be heaving around the field, George. I'm with you. No no cornerbacks at Tampa Bay. I can see that. I'm going to be on the Buccaneers winning, though. Once again, Kevin Walls, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm George Kurtz. Joe Lisi's back tomorrow. College football full circle next. Mike Carver, Rich Cimarello. Hope I didn't butcher that name. Take care, everybody. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.